0: Welcome to the Priceless Podcast. Today I wanted to do something different for this Christmas time, for Christmas Eve, and give you a story about Christmas. Of course, it's not my story, but it's a story of an author that I interviewed. Enjoy. brothers and sisters. Again and again we approach Christmas. Again and again we ask ourselves what does it mean that there is a little child born somewhere in a manger. This is the story of a little saint. And it's just a story I made up, but perhaps it just happened that way. It's a story about how the little saint wanted to skip Christmas. When he was young, the little saint had dreamed about becoming a real big grown-up saint. One of the teachers of the church, for example. Yes, one of those really important theologians who thought about the mystery of God in deep, mystical thoughts. One of those men with impressive beards who wrote heavy, thick books just as the ones he had read in his studies, books in whose sentences and thoughts one could take walks, and every now and so often could get lost in them. Yet when he had tried to grow a beard, it was only whiskers and some fluff at the very best, and except for one essay who still was not published, the little saint had not written anything yet. Of course, he would have loved to be one of those great missionaries like the ones he remembered from his childhood. The nuns in the kindergarten for very little saints had always talked about them. Women and men who traveled to faraway countries, found lost tribes, learned the exotic languages they spoke and finally converted all the people. But to be honest. He did not like long journeys at all, and even the food from the Chinese takeaway next door was more than his stomach could handle, if it was more than moderately spicy. And learning languages? Not really. Then he thought about becoming one of the hermits, those men who sit in a cave in the forest who would preach to birds and deers and foxes and little bunny rabbits, who had grass and moss growing out of their garments and their ears because they seldom moved at all being so deeply in prayer and mystical meditation all the time. But he was not cut out to be a hermit. He much too much liked to be in the company of other people. He liked to go to the disco and enjoyed to laugh and be joyful together with others. No, he was no big saint. Most likely he would never be one. He was just a little saint. With a lot of weaknesses, few dreams and a lot of good intentions. One where we now and then would stumble, but with God's help always stood up again. He had nearly failed his exam in humility studies because he was so proud of what great humility he had achieved. And the class, being alone with God in a remote hut in the forest, had bored him so much after only three days that he secretly sneaked back into the city to downtown where the lights are bright and he had promptly be caught, been caught by his teachers. But eventually, he had passed the final Saints exam and had received his first assignment. As it is a long-standing custom with Saints, he of course did not receive a letter or a written job description or a marching order. The heavenly administration for Saints did not do it that way over there at the Department for Prophets, that was totally different. They still did their, and he heard the voice of God thing, optionally coming from a burning thornbush cloud or sounding out of the silence or somewhere in the temple. The administration for Saint was very much more quiet and much less noticeable because What all saints have in common is that they can hear the voice of God silently, deep down in their very self. A whisper, a breath, a gentle urge, it was seldom more, and the little saint had felt it quite clearly. He was not sent far away to strange and exotic places, and he was not meant to become a martyr. Which came as a big relief to him. No, he was sent to the margin of the big city. Where well, the houses are grey and high and ugly. Well nothing ever happened. But well, just some old people going shopping in discount stores to make most the most of their pension, small as it was. Well the young people met at the local bus stop And where a lot of people did have jobs, but all of them also worried about the future for themselves and their children. It was an area where people wanted to move away, not move to. All in all, an area where very ordinary people lived, who just tried to make ends meet, not more. And that was where the little saint should go. There was a little flat prepared for him and a job that would occupy him during the day and would pay his bills, just as St. Paul had been working as a tent maker. So, there he was, the little saint, waiting for something holy to do. And he waited. And waited. And waited. But as much as he listened into himself, the heavenly administration for saints did not send new orders. And so the days passed and became weeks and months. Spring turned into summer and autumn became winter. And at that time of the year, the little saint started to think about Christmas. He thought about Christmas music and the smell of mulled wine. He remembered the light of candles. He pondered what gifts he should get for his fellow saint students from university and what he should cook for Christmas. Normally, he loved Christmas, the beautiful songs and he was looking forward to the first Christmas cookies on the shelves in the supermarket. He even secretly got a little stack hidden away so he could have some for the time after Christmas. And of course, now and then, he was a little saint after all, he thought about the story of Christmas, how Jesus Christ was born a human child in a small little village far away in the Holy Land. The little saint asked himself what that could mean for him and his neighborhood out there on the margins of the big city, where the people just got by and where Christmas music was mainly the background music in the mall. But nevertheless, all in all, he liked this time of before Christmas. He was looking forward to the celebration of the birth, normally. Yet somewhere, somehow deep down in him. Something did not feel right this year. He was not in the mood to buy all those presents just to receive other presents in return, presents he then would exchange for something else in the new year. Wouldn't it be much nicer to give presents to each other just when it felt right? As a surprise, as a little message of love at some ordinary day during the year? And why should he eat all that unhealthy food when he was trying to live healthily for the rest of the year? To be honest, he don't, did not even like fat goose and mulled wine anyhow. And since he had this melody in his ear, this earworm, that with those strange words he had came up with, he had lost all desire for Christmas. Oh, come, all ye buyers, joyfully spent money. No, this year he did not even enjoy the good old Christmas carols. And so the little saint spontaneously decided to skip Christmas. He would very unsaintly boycott Christmas and just would not play along imagine there is christmas and nobody celebrates it <laughs> and if all the heavens including the heavenly administration of saints would rage and bluster who cared not him this year he would do christmas totally different he would not be there would not be any cookies no mulled wine and certainly no christmas decoration He would switch the classic Christmas station on his radio to something, anything, and he would stay at home until the whole racket was over. And so it came that the little saint was alone in a not festive decorated flat on holy night, listening to rock music, and all in all was smugly happy with himself and his decision. He would show them. Well, perhaps he would read the Christmas narrative in the Gospel of Luke. That was very short. He was a little saint. But that would be enough. He had just read the first few verses, the parts where it says that there was a decree sent out by Caesar Augustus and that Joseph went on a journey with his young bride Mary, who was pregnant. He had read about the birth in a manger for there was no room in the inn and about shepherds and angels and when somebody rang his doorbell. Now, the little saint was startled. Nobody usually rang his doorbell. Nobody rang anybody's doorbell in this house except for an emergency. It was a withered old lady standing in front of his door, and he recognized her as his neighbor from the little flat at the end of the corridor. Some years ago her husband had passed away, and since then she hardly ever left the flat. Don't be startled, she said in the broad dialect of the region. I just thought I would bring you over some cookies, it being holy night and all. The little saint was lost for words, and in his confusion he asked the lady to enter into his cold, not decorated flat. Um, If he could offer a cup of tea, he asked. Uh, He did not have anything else to offer in the moment. He had not expected company, you remember. And in his surprise and confusion, he had forgotten to close the front door. An oversight that should have consequences right away. Because the kettle wasn't boiling yet when two young men from the shared accommodation across the hallway showed up. The little saint had his thoughts about the two of them since quite some time. Two good-looking young men who lived with each other and always came and went together. Hmm. They just came from the late shift and had seen the open door. Was everything alright? And because the tea was just ready and because it was rather cold outside, yes, they would love to stay for a cup of tea. The little saint was very insecure. What should he do and what should he talk to those people? Those strange people? He just had wanted to read this one chapter in the Bible, a Bible who now lay there opened but unnoticed on the table in the little kitchen. Just at that moment, when something like a conversation started about the weather and the stress and hectic at work, somebody knocked at the still open door. A dark brown face with beaming eyes and bright white teeth looked at them. No, it was actually several faces because the whole Middle Eastern family, refugees from one of the many conflicts there, stood in the room. They too lived somewhere on this floor, but they too kept for themselves most of the time. If they could enter, they asked, already standing in the middle of the room. It actually felt like home where everybody lived together and where doors of the neighbors always were open, they said. The little saint felt rather helpless and overwhelmed. Of course they could come in, but what on earth was he supposed to do with them? But thanks to the cookies of the old lady and because the children started to play on the floor right away and because the adults started to laugh about their shared attempt of a conversation that mix of proper English, local dialect and whatever language the large family spoke amongst themselves the atmosphere became quite special. And when the foreign wife and mother took charge and decided that she could cook the rice for dinner here as well, it became really nice. With a few spices and a handful of rice, she would make a nice meal. That was something she had done at home many, many times. There she had learned to make something out of very little. The two young men from next door went to fetch a few bottles of wine and some soft drinks for the kids so that they had something more to drink than just water and tea and the little saint opened his cupboards to see what he could find. It was not a lot he had expected a quiet holiday you remember but he indeed found two pieces of smoked trout and four or five bread rolls to heat up. The old lady went over to her place to fetch the rest of the Christmas cookies and made With an old recipe of her grandmother, she had remembered that one from the war, she always said. Out of some Greek yogurt, some milk and lots of honey, a heavenly dessert, much to the delight of the children. The little saint cleared away the Bible, which still laid there unnoticed and forgotten, and put all the plates and glasses and cutlery he had on the table. None of them matched, but it was exactly enough for all. And so they sat with each other on one table, they shared a meal and laughed. And nobody noticed that there was no Christmas tree, no presents, no decoration in the window, and not even Christmas music in the background. And that was the moment when the little saint felt deep inside just as he had learned it and just as he had hoped for, hoped for so long when he felt this special feeling of holiness, the feeling of the presence of the glory of God. And with this special insight that saints sometimes have, he realized. Sometimes those angels who come to tell the people about peace on earth and great joy are not big tall men in white robes and large wings, but little frail old ladies. Sometimes the shepherds not necessarily keep watch over their flock by night, but just live next door a young gay couple on the other side of the hallway. And sometimes the three wise men are a family of refugees who bring exotic spices to make a curry, delicious food that is worth more than gold and frankincense to the hungry guests. And the little saint also could see what he had not seen earlier. Two fish and a few bread rolls can feed many if they are shared. Water can turn to wine when people celebrate together and do not avoid each other. And he saw that there is indeed a place where milk and honey flows. And this place is not somewhere in the distant future, but it is right here, in the heart of children. And in himself he heard quite clearly how the angels sang in his kitchen, Glory to God and peace on earth to all people, goodwill. Now, you might ask, who is this little saint? And what is the name of the city where all those things happened? And when was it? Well, the truth is, everybody of you is that little saint. And it can happen in every city and every village, every day. Everywhere, when somebody opens a door and allows Christmas to happen.